it's a plane, it's a bird. It's it's a And we're back, another iteration of the Kenyan Cuts pod. So, Dylan, how are you feeling? About what? That's such a generic question. I mean, I mean, I'm asking, how did you feel waking up today? You feel good? You feel great? You feel kind of poor? I feel as good as, good as I'll ever be. As good as you'll ever be? <laughs> <Jake. laughs> wow. Good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'll, I'd say I feel nice. It rained a little. So definitely a change of scenery. Yeah. Like we were saying earlier, it looks like they're about to film the next season of Atlanta right here. Yep. We'll say that for another date and time. But uh, yeah. So the episode two of Euphoria came out. A little bit of everything, I'd say, with regards to uh, some rue narration and character backstory. Not necessarily backstory, but I guess a little bit of their, uh, what it, it, who explains why they are or who they are. So I guess what are, what, what are our first takeaways from this episode? I believe it was titled Out of Time. Was it Out of Time? I believe so. Um, I think the first episode of the season it was probably the, the perfect Euphoria episode in the sense of it was focused. I don't like episodes when they're not focused and there are too many perspectives in this episode um, to where I just wasn't, there's a lot to take in. I, I guess that's the point of Euphoria, but I, I liked how Fes- the last episode was just Fesco and where Fesco was, everything was happening around Fesco. Whereas this episode, things were just happening and they're just taking and people were being shown in random areas. <clears throat> like I would have hoped it'd just be a Nate episode or it would have just been a Lexi episode. Right. So you can dive in more into themes, but everything just seems scattered because they're talking about different things in the whole entire episode. Yeah, I- do you know what it reminded me of? No, what? It, it reminded me of, remember the movie Prisoners? Yeah. With uh, Paul Dana. You know how in the, fir- in the earlier moments of the movie, it's, it's kind of hectic. You, you kind of have no idea what's going on. But it's a mystery movie. It has to be hectic. Exactly, exactly. But it feels like that. You feel as if you're watching this film for what I don't however long it is I think it's 238 you're watching it for maybe the first two hours and you tell yourself I literally have no idea what's going on but it makes sense at the at the end literally at the end it explains everything and then you feel rewarded that's what it reminded me of this euphoria episode although it's not a a movie it was I guess to piggyback on what you were saying it was definitely all over the place I I honestly had to I just, not that I felt confused, but I just felt, I felt stretched thin, so to speak, with, with my capacity to try to, to, uh, I guess, relate to these characters. Because like you said earlier with the episode one, as being a perfect euphoria episode, 
euphoria is at its best at honing in on one character and just using them to or using them as the vehicle within that hour or 58 minutes or 50 minutes of of that piece basically so for them to just talk about for them to talk about they talked about Nate early on I thought it was going to be about Nate then they talked about Maddie why Maddie Maddie Maddie's job they talked about Kat it was just uh it was just all over the place they talked about uh Rue a little bit with uh Elliot right they they sprinkled that in I know Rue is played by Zendaya but she she's just making the same mistakes over again I can't they, they gotta do something with that like Elliot is really just a plot device unless there's Elliot's gonna change some some life and death for Rue and Jules he's literally just there as a plot device yes he, he he is really just there i mean to speak yeah you're right for life and death he he is life and death he's he's bringing rue closer to death yeah that, that's it that's all it is yeah that's... she was about to die even before the show started so <laughs> it's not yeah anything. yeah <laughs> yeah before the show even even not anything new <laughs> yeah even got on the ground running she was she was already in yeah, in season this, one, she almost died. In this first episode, she almost died. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. This 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 girl Rue is is really uh, uh something. Is really something. She's she's a, a death denier. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I really. Uh, and then Cat with her and Ethan. I knew they were gonna do that. I knew one hundred percent. I told myself they're too wholesome and they're going to, they're going to do it. It's so funny how the only wholesome relationship in the show, the writers have to mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone's got to have a problem with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. And of course, and I guess what, of course it happens to Ethan. Yes. Cause Ethan, I mean, even up to this point, the limited, time we've actually seen him i would have wanted the episode on they're they're trying to fit all these main characters that try to fit so many people into this season like maddie and cat and sure they have plot sure sure they're interesting characters but you have to kind of move on from them if the story doesn't dictate it they're trying to force new story they're trying to force stories on on the same characters which i don't like I would like Fesco, right? Fesco wasn't really utilized in season one, right? <clears throat> and first episode, he was utilized very much, and you understand a lot of him. But now it now I would have wanted oh instead of Nate, it'd be about Lexi, how Lexi felt, and then you get a little bit of Nate through that Lexi, and then next episode it can be about um, Ethan, like Ethan like senses oh Cat is not happy in relationship, but she he still loves her, that sort of thing. Making right. a showcase for everyone instead of just everyone at once. No, not everyone at once. But remember how they showed certain people. Um, okay, for example, McKay, right? They spent episode on McKay, and now McKay isn't even in the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did spend they spent an entire episode on McKay on how he will not make the NFL. Yeah, and now and now he's not even in the show anymore. Why can't they just do that for anybody else? Uh, I mean, I, I think. I think we're still waiting on Alex. I do believe Alexi episode is still in play. There has to be Alexi episode. And yeah, yeah. And I need Fez and Lexi to be a thing. 
that's that has to be. I was so disappointed when when Cal came up. I was like, <laughs> this dude's really about cuck, <laughs> cuck Lexi and, and Fez. Cuck by kill uh, Fez? Nah, nah, I didn't think he was going to kill him. He was just doing that to protect himself. I, I think he was doing that to just send a message. No, to, to protect send... himself. Because Fez didn't see the gun. Only yeah. the viewer saw the gun. So he was just, it was A, there for attention, B, just to <laughs> be, uh, just to make him have confidence, Cal. Because he doesn't know who he's dealing with. Oh, yeah. that's Oh, yeah. He's dealing with a drug dealer. That's all he knows. But he didn't know he was a drug dealer until he met him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. I mean, that's kind of the, uh, the broad aspect. So let's get in a little bit of hopping a little deeper. How do we... So I just don't... I mean, the, first of all, when I was watching it, and they're showing Nate, showing all this Nate stuff as he's uh, recovering in his hospital bed. I was thinking, wow, Nate, Nate's a dreamer. He wants to be a, a homemaker. Not necessarily a homemaker, but he wants to start a family. He almost has, he has, I guess, a sense of, so to speak, uh, purpose, wanting to start a family. Cassie specifically. Um, I get his reason for, for liking Cassie or loving Cassie, I think they used is the fact that she's she's a little easy. She's easier than Maddie. Maddie's much more independent. Um, she doesn't take anything from anyone. You know, Cassie is always, right? Like she she faces, she, she sniffs trouble and she's snot nose, uh, tears running down her face like a, like a leaky faucet. And Nate just feels that he, First of all, he'll feel wanted with Cassie, right? Feel like the rock um, in the relationship. Uh, but I, I just think, like you said, I just think they spent too much time on that uh, that arc. Now, I'm okay with the Nate storyline because I know it's going to be a, a very important part. And that was like the one of the best parts of season one, uh, not season one, <clears throat> of the first episode was Cassie, Nate, and Maddie. But um, no, I understand the sense of Nate likes Cassie. I'm not even gonna say love likes Cassie because it's not a Matt with Maddie. It was always a game. Maddie was Maddie's trying to win, and you can see even through the her babysitting, her trying on those clothes. She thinks that is winning the game. Yeah, being yeah. an extravagant woman living off of her husband's wealth. We're living off of wealth. <laughs> yeah, I think going to, to to parties, right, on a nightly basis. That's the game, right? Like whereas Nate, <clears throat> yeah, where Nate wants to be more of a wholesome. It seems he wants he just doesn't want to be his parents. In a fake, I think everyone around him treats their life like a game, whereas Dad going after. Uh, men and other girls on on apps right younger girls his dad for playing telling him to play football all that stuff all of it's a game Mm. and he just wants something a little bit more not easy authentic want something simpler yeah cassie is simpler because what she portrays is something simpler i wouldn't say she is simple she's a complex character but how she loves is simple. 
how right. she affects how she dotes is simple right yeah yeah i mean that kind of that no that makes a whole lot of sense just, yeah nate i mean i like it's just interesting to see nate interact with cassie because he he like you said i completely agree with what you've what you said with she is simpler or her him having a relationship with her and maybe evolving into something more i.e marriage and so forth children it's interesting it's interesting to see him navigate that because one moment he he's very it almost it almost seems he doesn't know what he wants with cassie even though maybe he know like you said he knows he wants a simple life but but it's almost as if he's been playing the game for so long it's like do i do i actually want this like it's right it's almost as if when you have something in your hands or or within a finger's grasp a hand's reach and you're actually doubting not necessarily doubting but maybe second guessing yourself and do I truly want this? Do I want the end goal of this path? Whereas I can just continue playing the game. And I think that's also what you said was, was brilliant was that he, he's been playing the game for so long. I just think he's, he's blinded. He's truly blinded. And I think that just makes him not know how to, I guess, treat girls and relationships or at least how to function in them. I mean, but it also a part of it has to do with Cal, which is what they hinted at in the next episode. What do you mean next episode? Uh, they hinted at Cal's uh, backstory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, next. that's what I mean. But I, but I mean in the sense of how, how Nate treats um, his, uh, uh, how he treats the women, how he treats the women in his life. So Maddie, Cassie, I guess to a certain extent, Jules, you don't really see much of his mom. So it's, it's confused. I don't know how it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know. Will, will the mom get more time, more screen time, or will she just be, a, I guess, a byproduct of Cal, like Cal's behavior? I don't really care about Cal now because, I mean, yeah, he's, he's just... He's just trying to protect the son, which I get. And that's every parent. But I would have wanted perspective on Jules's dad because Jules actually went on the train. And how is that? How is, I know they made a comment about it, how he's worried about Jules. But I would, have want, I would have wanted the backstory on how he's been, how he supported Jules throughout her entire journey. And even at the end, even in the end of the day, she still left him or attempted to leave him. Right. I would have yeah. wanted that perspective. See, that's that that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it does. I don't I don't want the same. Per- I think this is the thing with Euphoria. They've teased it with Fez, and I, I want to see more of it. They're showing perspectives on things that have already happened, but they're showing the same perspective. And through their actions, I know what these characters are thinking. Like Nate's, um, sorry, what Cassie's thinking of, what Nate, what Maddie's thinking of. I already know what they what they're going through because we had a whole season. Right. Them. So they're just reiterating the same thing. Right. And their behaviors haven't changed. Yeah, they haven't uh, changed. Yeah, they There's haven't no changed. development. There no. For no no, literally maybe the only character who's changed is is Lexi, and that's like that's a smidge at that. 
Yeah, it's a smidge. A smidge at that. But everyone else is relatively the same. Maybe Kat from her, I guess, starting to accept herself. But then she reverted back to it in this episode. Now, now she's reverting back to being yeah. low, being... Not um, not being comfortable in her body. And... Idolize. Ethan doesn't... Ethan loves her, yeah, but he doesn't fantasize over her like the dudes on the internet did. Right. And that's what she ultimately wants. That she's missing that. Yeah. She's feeling, that's why she doesn't feel like she loves him because she's so used to that being ex- that, that form of love that over this tell over the computer screen being doted over that kind of love as true love. when it really isn't. Yeah. I was about to say that's, that's completely superficial. I don't know how how Kat is going to be able to, I guess, parse through that and or not even parse through that, but just come to the realization that it's false. Because at the end of the day, these I, I mean, at the end of the day, these men, like you said, are through a computer screen. So they can only get so close to you and they're giving you money. So I guess Kat's kind of feeling her her confidence is supported through those payments and then through these men telling her all the stuff she wants to hear. But Ethan loves her for, for who she is, though, as a human being, because he a- he actually knows her. But I think maybe it could be Kat is a little bit of is a little bit afraid of Ethan maybe knowing too much. But I mean that's just my that's just me assuming. They haven't really touched on that relationship. Because I mean they haven't touched on Ethan's perspective of the relationship they've only touched on cats so in the works i suppose yeah um yeah ethan i think loves her for who who she is and not how she portrays herself as she's portraying herself as this bot not i I think she was just trying i think the the pornography was just to make yourself self, make yourself, uh, this is body positivity for herself, make herself feel good. And now I think the real question is Ethan really helping. I think Ethan is helping her with that image of herself. So I don't see why <laughs> she's, she's, she's conflicted. They're asking yeah. more, that's, that's, this is why I don't like the non-focus because we have all these questions and because there's no focus, there are a lot of characters being introduced and being asked and being explored in these episodes. It's hard to answer these questions right now. Like they 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 shove Lexi into this night episode too, or as I want a, a a full proper how she feels guilt over what happened to Rue, what's happening to all these things, like having all this whole this whole perspective, right? And the the show just put her in fifteen minutes and put her with Nate and Cassie and Maddie. Yeah, it, they they uh, see this is that that's the issue. They they framed Lexi in, they framed again Lexi in relationship to Cassie and Nate. And I guess a little bit of Cal, I guess, so to speak. But I mean, it's the same thing they did in season one. And they're trying to show how Lexi is evolving. But you can't show us how she... 
you can't show us how she's evolving if you don't show how she's evolving. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's not even a conundrum. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just common sense. I think there, I think there's more plots to be had and that's why they're rushing a few things. What do you think they're rushing? All this character development from, of course, this is the main plot with, Nay, Cassie, Maddie, Rue, Jules. All those things are going to happen. So I think the writers of the show are just trying to rush certain people to get them up to speed really quickly. And then so they can be utilized later in the, sh- in the show. But I-, I want more time with them. I want... Because to be honest, Lexi last season was a minor, minor character in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, she was. So was Fez, a minor, minor character. Yeah, she was. Or and she was, was only being shown in, in other people's worlds. Whereas yeah. I want to see her in her own world. Yeah. Like, I think a perfect example would be, I think they used this as the transition into, I think they used it as a transition into Lexi's thing. But it was when Cal came over and talked to... Lexi and Cassie and their mom. I think, yeah, the mom. And then obviously, you know, Cassie snitched because she believes she's in love with Nate or whatever. And and they're talking in their bedrooms, right? Arguing a little bit, a little sibling spat. But again, that's that's in context of Cassie. Cause it's to show, oh, how, how Cassie's, it's basically, it's basically just to, to show a different, not a different perspective of Cassie, but it's just to come combat how Cassie viewed the situation or how Cassie viewed the individuals or parties involved in that Fesco beating up uh, Nate. What I also don't understand is how is that, how does that indict her of anything? Showing the phone. Like, she was she was scared. Uh, she was scared that oh, if the po- cops go through her phone, they're gonna find the text. But what's really gonna come out of that? The police aren't gonna say anything. She's not gonna oh. become a suspect in the in the beating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no she, motive. Yeah, she was saying how oh, uh, I think us us having sex was a was a mistake, and then Nate called her. No, no, you're I understand Nate because because he doesn't want someone going through his phone and no. Are you talking looking. about that though? I'm talking about if the cops to like go through her phone and see that text, they're not going to do anything with it. No, because they're looking for who who assaulted who assaulted yeah who's but I mean it's 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 just it's not a crime. But so no. the police will know. Yeah, sure, I guess the police would just say, "Oh, it's nothing. We didn't find anything." Yeah, I don't unless unless she unless Cassie in text was saying, "Wow, it's unfortunate what Fesco did to you," or yeah, or, she didn't, or Fesco oh, beat you to a pulp, or Fesco folded you, which I know she didn't. Yeah. So or so I don't. Yeah, I just think it was it was false. I guess false fear. She was just scared, and I think Cassie is just. I think just as a character in general is afraid 
she's just an afraid an afraid uh girl she's just trying to she's trying to be herself and she doesn't know who that is yet so it's hard for her to find it's hard for her to find who she is yeah can we talk about can can you imagine so talking about ethan ethan invites cat to the bowling alley only for cat to invite jules and maddie and then ethan's sitting there looking like a fool bro they're definitely gonna break up in this in this season and that's all from, from writers that's all from the writers no but I, i'm wondering how, how would you feel if your girl you invited your girl to the to that bowling alley on a nice little date. You know, maybe let her win because you're a gentleman. Only for her to invite two girlfriends. Not letting well, her win. Playing a fair game. Play a fair game? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's true. I, hey, I'm just saying I've heard some people just let, let their girls win just because. No, if if she didn't ask me if she can have her friends, then that I'll take that as a slight. <laughs> you take that as a slight? Oh, if you just you pull up to the bowling alley and she and she's in in real time says, "Oh yeah, by the way, two of my friends are coming over." No, three of my friends are coming over. No, two. Yeah, two is Jules There's and Maddie. Three. Right? Is Jules yeah, and it's just Jules and Maddie. Yeah. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, I thought she's too. all buddy buddy with Maddie now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's it's honestly insane. But I mean, they go to the same high school. They're kind of friends with their friends, and I guess she, Jules, Jules is kind of a fan favorite by the girls, though. The girls like Jules. They just seem to be drawn to Jules, though, because she's charismatic. She likes to party i guess personality is pretty bubbly she's not a downer like rue <laughs> so it, it makes sense why jules is i guess clicking kicking it off with or hitting it off with the uh, maddie and cat but i guess speaking of friendships do you think they're going to evolve the the jules maddie friendship uh, i mean in plot, sure. Oh, they probably connect in some way because how I how I know the writers are gonna end Elliot and Rue up. They're gonna cheat on Rue's gonna cheat on Jules and that for sure. Um, and then Maddie obviously is gonna find out about Nate and Cassie. So they're probably going to become more uh, better friends through that experience of being slighted. So they're gonna be uh uh your what is it your enemy's my enemy? I think so, yeah. Become yeah. closer. Yeah. It's like how in the end of the in the end of season one, they're all pretty good. They're all sitting at the the winter formal together because they all dislike Nate. <laughs> It's really how it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> the true. Friendship really just is, <laughs> stems from Nate.
<laughs> yeah, dude, Nate. Call him for what he is. He's he's the uh, he brings people together. Yeah, brings people together. Modern day Gandhi. <laughs> Have people unite under a common cause. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah. I, again, I just think Maddie. Maddie and Jules will be, it'll be a, at least a functional relationship, I think. Because they, they wouldn't, they're not, Maddie isn't a drug druggie, nor is Jules. They seem to enjoy each other's company. I honestly think they would be down to, to maybe get revenge. I do kind of see Maddie enlisting Jules to do some, pull some stunt on Nate if it comes comes to it or maybe Cassie I do I do see Maddie maybe I mean I can't see Nate why would she get mad at Nate uh yeah you know she's kind of on she she didn't want to be with Nate it's not it's not the other way around where the final time I think remember I I think in season one Maddie broke off things with Nate yeah she did the last time yeah she did because there's no reason there's no reason why she should be mad there's absolutely no reason why she should be mad that he's hooking up with her best friend, but that's more so the best friend. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, but she did, but Maddie did mention she does enjoy texts from Nate. And she was saying how she, Maddie is still leaving that lifeline open with Nate. Cause truly Dylan, if someone chokes you, you're, you're going to be friends. You guys going to be cool. No. Right. So I think Maddie's leaving that lifeline open, hopefully for to hopefully to see Nate change, which I guess time will tell. But I mean, come on, Nate, Nate banging your uh, or Nate banging his ex's friend—that tale's as old as time, bro. As old as time. But I think what Maddie's neglecting is that. For their relationship to change, she would have to change too. It's uh, <laughs> there's there's a movie called Don John, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Scarlett Johansson. Of course, and Scarlett Johansson wants she has a very uh, medieval sense of love for character, where she wants the man to change for the woman. And Joseph Gordon in the end of the movie changes. And this is after they're broken up and he has a dinner, he has a lunch with her and says, oh, I've changed. Could you possibly change so that like if we can make this work, you can change too. And she said, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And the problem, the problem of relationship is never two-sided. It's never one-sided. It's always two-sided. Of course. Even if the dude is a complete, it's complete complete dog water. It's a problem that you're keeping him. You're in the relationship with him. You're part of the problem. You're enabling. That's that's an issue. Yeah, it, it is an issue. Yeah, if you have problems in a relationship, it's it's typically both of you guys need to come together yeah. and work. It's not them that out. you. It's not that you you have more of you're 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 more of the problem. It's just that you're part of the problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even a small fraction, you're part of it. Yeah. No, no, that that makes hundred hundred percent. Sense. Yeah, so Maddie got changed too, and that's probably why Nate likes Cassie because Cassie is not Maddie. So it's it's easy. 
he knows that he just has to change. Yeah, he does. He does. He just needs to know who he is. I know who he is. And he's yeah. pretty much set. Cassie can really remain the same. And that's why a lot of boys like her or she's been in many relationships because of that. Because it's like, oh, she's not, she's not necessarily, she's not really going to make my life difficult. She's just going to, uh, like you said, I just need to maybe change a few of my, my little, my little uh, tweak, tweak a little, tweak my character. And I should make this thing fit like a glove. The relationship that is. Um, yeah, but I mean, let's just talk about, so, I mean, we've been, we've been alluding about this little love triangle. Matt, Maddie was, was close and cash. I mean, she not necessarily close. I think she just had, she kind of stumbled into it. I don't know. I don't know what she's assuming, but, but Dylan, put, put yourself in, in Maddie's head. What are you thinking? Cassie's not taking your, your FaceTime calls. And I remember episode one, they were saying how, oh, Cassie always uh, responds to calls. So put yourself, put yourself inside of Maddie's head. What are you thinking? That Cassie isn't answering was no. That's such a, a big jump, Sean, for her to assume that it's such it is not equal it's not logical one bit yeah that that's that's the uh that's the viewer and me talking knowing knowing all these knowing all these points it will happen don't get me wrong but there's no way she can catch them that quickly there's been no indi- there have been no indicators to even hint at it yeah that's true Honestly, the closest, maybe the closest she could have come to was honestly the bathroom scene in episode one. Yeah, she was there. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying like that's the closest Maddie could have possibly assumed. Cause she could have maybe, if she wanted to, she could have tracked down and asked Nate who who was with you in the bathroom. Cause if you're hearing muffled screaming and, and low, low talking low volume talking you're gonna think something's up and no could- she was uh she thought that he was t- he's he was uh pooping oh yeah yeah that's yeah, true taking one so dropping one so i guess she just she she really assumed it in it innocently so to speak which rightfully so i don't i don't see matt maddie doesn't come off as as cynical all right so we can't <laughs> i was trying to uh uh lure you into a trap with the uh what maddie's thinking but how about what do you think maddie will do when she finds out about cassie and nate obviously he's gonna flip yeah but do you do you think the relationship will be um fractured yeah 100 percent it will be fractured and it'll probably go into season three wow we're already looking ahead to season three no, it's, I like it's, it. It's I like natural, the insight. It's, it's natural TV show progression. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she'll, she'll definitely flip. But do you think she'll try to get back at either of them? Or at least maybe Cassie? Maybe not. 
I think so. Or it's I consist- mean, it's consistent with her character. Unless she goes through this this big change where she becomes a pacifist. Right. A pacifist. <laughs> no, 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 no. That that would that wouldn't be true to the uh the development. I don't know. It could change. No, but I, I'm saying you can't go from you're bashing other girls' heads into windows or or hitting them with, with locker doors to now you're just all violence is evil. No, those are dreams for a second. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I didn't think that. I didn't think that. I thought the I thought when she was bashing in the locker, I was like, what is this? Yeah, honestly. When she's bashing in the window, that's when I realized it wasn't a dream. But what's interesting is they don't, they didn't, they they were showing those clips, but they never said Maddie had anything of a anger, anger issue or disciplinary problem. I would think bashing was she justified for all of these acts is basically what I'm asking <laughs> because you didn't see her in any principal's office and she was young. She was young and yeah, some man. of them and some of them. So I think she was, she was completely, I guess uh, she was immune or granted clemency or something, or, or she does have, I guess a slight issue with people who slight her. I, I I don't I don't know yet. I don't know yet. You don't know yet. I mean, but you just said it's part. It's it's a it's aligned with her character. Yeah, it is. I I need to see more show. To be honest, that might be your favorite phrase. Bro. I need to see more show. Yeah, I need to see more show. All right. I guess. Uh, what about the? Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't really touch on Rue and Jules, though. Not too much. They did. I mean, they didn't, uh, sorry, they didn't go into it. I think the show is suffering from main character fatigue. Mm. Rue has not developed once. She's developed no. throughout season one, sure. But season, season two, she, she, has, she has regressed <laughs> dramatically. Dramatically. She, she is back like season one never happened. Yeah, ki- kind of, yeah. I like, like how the pro- the promo is like I, the first time I saw her, I, I I knew I was scared to lose her. Well, it looks like you're gonna lose her, bro. <laughs> you're not doing anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're not even trying. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, she she's trying hard with Elliot. Actually, but no, she's not really trying hard with Elliot. Uh, Elliot's just uh, uh, he's just funding her addiction. Yeah, he is just uh, aiding her addiction. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So don't be surprised if she has another attack or something like no, her she heart, definitely will her heart stops they're, they're, I, I, I don't know because if you're elliot imagine you gave her drugs and her heartbeat was below what it should be shouldn't shouldn't in that moment you're thinking hmm maybe i shouldn't give her drugs but i mean they were smoking weed i guess that's okay but i mean she is an addict so it's a little different <laughs> than than some other person using it um recreationally yeah it's that's why that's why i i'm more interested in other characters than than rue even kind of jewels yes jewels yeah that's why i'm into characters that people don't really talk about like fez and lexi and Faye. 
I don't care about Faye. <laughs> talking about Faye. Faye is useless. Faye, Faye pushed her uh, uh, manager off the balcony or whatever they said. <laughs> I can care. I, mean, I can give. I I couldn't care. I couldn't care at all. Well, you have to care. Don't, didn't you just say you care about Lexi and, and Fez? And then Lexi walks into the gas station or the little the little shop, looks at Faye and says, "Damn, I'm I'm girl number two, or or I'm just some other girl." And I was thinking, that will be straight. That'll be straight away so quickly. Yeah, that's it, an it will. Easy, that's an easy, easy conversation. Three lines, three lines of script can solve that so quickly it's not even funny no but i think it's also the way fesco be talking like <laughs> yeah he talks like, so monotone and yeah so he, vague. <laughs> he, yeah he, he he's saying oh she cool he just she just stand with me bro just say because because okay like that conversation in the gas station before the the yeah the conversation in the gas shop before cal showed up like this was a western uh shootout was was one of the most it's such it's so common in in high school or coming at age uh uh films or media forms of media where a character who likes another character will ask them in front of a person who could potentially challenge their their relationship with the person they're asking oh are you guys and then it's that and then it's that long drawn out response or not even long drawn out response but it's just answered right away right like fesco's quick to answer it but he answers it in possibly the poorest way you could possibly answer that question i don't know did did fesco not read but i mean maybe to fesco was he was at a party uh, Lexi. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. You, you want it to be more than. I mean, I want it to be more than than. than Don't act like it is. It's and just small talk. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is, but I, I'm just saying. That's in your insinuating, Sean. I'm saying it could be. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying it, yeah, could, it could be. be but it also could be that they're they're more. It's starting <laughs> a budding relationship. A budding relationship. <laughs> You see Fesco, you see Fesco as a guy to hold hands. Nah, but you love her. <laughs> <laughs> that that's facts. And you'll have Ashtray maybe protecting him. <laughs> Bro, don't sleep on Ashtray. Ashtrays literally kill people. So <laughs> <laughs> he killed that dude. I, I for a second I was like a bit of rage, he just killed that dude. <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, for a second. What's his name? Oreo? <laughs> Duty killed? No, his name was Mouse. His name was Mouse. Isn't there a in, character in the show named Oreo? Oh, and that's like such a euphoria thing. Oh, the yeah, the drug dealer's got some weird name. I, but what is funny? What is funny is like if you think about it, think of it as Tom and Jerry, right? Like Ashtray killed. I mean, I'm not calling. I'm not calling him. Uh, uh, I guess you could say Ashtray is Jerry. Jerry killed Tom, bro. Just because he's bigger. But I mean, but I mean, Mouse's name is Mouse, so I guess it would be reversed. So Tom killed Jerry. That's a little dark, but I mean, we're getting a little off the rails. A little lame. <laughs> oh, man.
but uh but yeah so you said it's just a sim- yeah like i said stereotypical conversation where or fesco literally could have just said no she's just in the house but he locally seemed excited to be telling her that which was yeah weird. he's excited lexi's there he cares about her felt a connection <sighs> But life, dude, they Lexi shook a- up because Cal was there. If Cal wasn't there, they would have explained everything. Oh, oh, you think so? Without doubt. For a second, for honestly, for a second there, I thought Lexi, I thought Vesco ruined his moment of Lexi informing um, him that Cal would show up. But then I just realized Lexi wouldn't, I don't think she would have assumed Cal would show up. And I mean, don't no. they have a. And don't they have each, don't they have each other's phone numbers? Like what? Lexi what? And Fez? No, no, no. Yeah, they did. One of them. Oh, they do. They yeah, do. they do. They so, do. So, so, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely you're, you're absolutely correct. They do. Fez they asked d- for it. They do. Yeah, Fez asked for it. So, so why is it that Lexi's showing up and and literally is is depressed, depressed by Fezco answer? That's what's gotten me a little riled up. I'm like, text the dude. Because there, there's some stuff I don't have to see on screen, but I do need to see their, their text conversations if they do text. Those, or reactions. Those do, need to, right, those do need to be on screen. But come on. I, I watched the show. It's only been two episodes. There's not much for really me to forget. I know he got his phone, or they have each other's phone numbers. And I think, and I believe Lexi put, or Fesco put his in hers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Fesco put uh, Oh, Fesco is my not have text. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I can, have... see Fez, I can see Fez not texting. <laughs> you, got, you got some stuff. He's a busy man. He's running a business. <laughs> yeah, he is running a business. He's uh, uh, like he's He's running the family business. Yeah. I guess that's supposedly it with all the uh, the arcs or all, all that we could have talked about. Is there anything else you think we missed? <clears throat> what else happened in the episode? Just. Uh, uh, no, nah, that's, that's about it. Oh, oh, I guess the last thing. Nate and Cassie in that truck in the warehouse, yeah. or not the warehouse, the um, construction. Sorry, the construction. Uh, so I mean, how do we feel about that? My mind was already was already uh, scrambled. <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. They're not going to secluded area. To talk, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Nate, Nate's a dog, bro. Yeah, they and got you know, one car, and you know, Cassie wants it. Yeah, Nate wants it. What do you mean? I did. I said Nate's a dog. No, not dog. Nate wants her, she wants him. Oh, yeah, that too. But Nate Simple is math. a dog. Nate is a dog, though. Nate is a dog. You know, Nate would want Nate would low key want someone like Jules, maybe. You never know. I mean, in episode one. Why would the Nate being gay? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait <laughs> on that. 
Doesn't Maddie Maddie has that disc? Dude, that's not him. That's that's just Cal. for Cal. That's just for Cal. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't put all their all their uh, misadventures in a in one disc. I'm not on the shared album though. Yeah. <laughs> so something they can look back. First of all, why is Cal putting that on a on a physical disc? <laughs> I know, dude. It's so stupid. Oh my gosh, dude! Not only dude's putting it in a physical disc, and in in an open office, bro. <laughs> and let's I be on. Let's be honest. If Nate wanted to, Nate could kick you out of the house. So I would I would hide that thing if I'm going to put it on a physical disc, or I'd put. It, Cal's not the brightest, bro. He's he's truly. How did Matt even get the disc again? Remember, they were having sex that one time, and it was in season one. And Nate couldn't get hard, so Nate went to the bathroom, and Maddie, Maddie just searched the room. I guess like she op. <laughs> oh, and she she looked in the book because it's in the book. yeah, like she a fed and and yeah, and she saw it sticking out in, in the book. Even Nate, bro. Nate, Nate is not slick. <laughs> no, but Nate found it. That's true. That's Nate true. found Nate found the disc from Cal. He was surprised. He hid it in a book. Yeah. He did. So I, I really can't blame Nate. Nate doesn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> oh, wait, actually. The only proof of Nate being gay is on his phone. He has the dick pics on his phone. That's yeah. how Maddie knows. So that isn't something, I don't think that's something she would, like, I don't know, you you screenshot the photo album and send it to yourself. You wouldn't want to just send the individual dicks to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd... Try to, I don't know, blackmail this guy. But then again, they don't, Nate, Nate's really the only, the only person, I, he's, out of all of them, all of them, Sometimes they treat each other poorly, but Nate's truly the person who's, I guess, inflicted harm and actually ruined someone's life. I don't think the other characters have that in them. You know what I mean? Because remember, Nate sent that, blackmailed that guy to jail. Yeah, yeah. And then he also blackmailed Jules. Yeah. But that's, that's, I mean, that's not necessarily ruining her life. That's just so... She doesn't come forth about her dad or about his dad. Um, having sex with her, with Jules. That could be a way that she gets back at Nate. You think so? Yeah, uh, using that disc. Yeah, yeah, she could. I can see that happening. Yeah, but that's. I mean, she has to act fat. I, I yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll still respect it. People come out after many years because because I just well because they're she afraid. Need to, they don't need to know when she got it. She has physical proof. Oh, Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. That does. can happen when she finds out about Nate and Cassie. That's easy. Yeah, but yeah, I thought you said why would she be mad at Nate? Or would it be, oh, it's something to show Cassie? No, she, she can just give it to the police. I can see that happening. And just let them deal with it? 
And then maybe Jules comes forward. But then again, can't Nate, Nate be like, oh, but they both lied. Um, they're false witnesses. <laughs> That's a crime. How'd they lie? Lie about what? Remember they said to to indict or to um, incriminate Tyler, they gave police reports saying, remember Maddie said, oh yeah, Tyler's the one who choked me. And then um, Jules said, yeah, that's the guy who I saw behind the trailer choking Maddie. Okay. They're, they're false witness. I mean, but they, they can say they were coerced. Yeah, they which, can say they were yeah, coerced. They can say they were coerced. But Sean, they have, Maddie has physical evidence. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. That's great. Why do you, dude, Kyle is sick, bro. Like, That's don't the only reason why I think he would have an episode. To show why he's sick. <laughs> yeah, and to, for that to happen. To him to fall, fall down from grace. That's the only reason I would, I would think that would happen. <laughs> His fall from grace? <laughs> yeah, an imminent fall from grace. Oh my gosh, what grace. I mean, we'll, we'll find out, I suppose. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, is that it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Minka was in the episode. It's cool. It's a nice, nice sight. Oh, fantastic cameo! Uh, I was, I was hearing her it's in my like three lines. It's not, it's not like barely a cameo. I don't even think she's in credits. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I know in the credits it says including Minka Kelly. I might name this episode Minka Kelly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <You> say Lila Garrity. <laughs> no, nah, if people won't understand what that means, I'll, I'll just say, I'll just say. Minka Kelly, Euphoria, episode two, probably. That's what it'll be. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this wraps up today's episode of Kenyan Cuts. Catch you guys next time for episode three. Ciao. Uh, uh, it's a plane. It's a bird. It's it's a- I was acting mad funny. This year you want.